The Chicago Bulls put up another terrible loss, this time after a 21-point lead in the first quarter. They got all the way whittled down by the second quarter. We're going to talk about that, plus what the Chicago Bulls need to do to hopefully correct it. Will they get another win in all of 2023 and why this rough start on the Chicago Bulls is a byproduct of a lot of things and not just on either one aspect of this team or one part of this franchise. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every single social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go and get into the content for today. So the Chicago Bulls lost. Uh, to the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, now the Bulls sit at, what, 5-13 and 13 on the season. Uh, this was a game in which the Bulls came out and actually had a 21-point lead in the first quarter, um, but they got completely erased by the second quarter by the Brooklyn Nets. The Bulls also give up the most three-pointers in franchise history in this game. And some of the comments coming out this game make it even more of a rough game, right? When you look at it, uh, this one uh, came from Nikola Vucevic who said this, it's tough when you're 5-13. and 13. It's not what we expected, but it's the reality of it, and we have to face it. The only way out of it is that we stick together and try to find a way to turn it around. It's not going to be easy. Our schedule doesn't get any easier ahead of us, but we have to find a way. We put ourselves in this position, and we're the only ones who can get ourselves out of it. Now, there's a lot of things that put the Bulls in this position. Yes, the play of the players, the coaching. Uh, you know, when you look at the front office not making kind of the moves this offseason, ownership to a degree. Like, when it comes down to it, this team is struggling, and this team is at a point where – they are now competing with the bottom teams in the in the league for for the first overall pick. That's what it is. That's the only thing we're competing for right now. And this was a team and a roster that was built to compete, not contend for a title, but to compete, compete for playoff spots. And this team has all has gotten stale. And that's the thing we saw this coming. We saw the writing on the wall. Was there some hope, especially an improvement on the margins, things like that? Yeah, there was some solid hope in this. But overall, that hope. Got, it, it looked at you in the face and said, no, nah, we ain't got nothing for you. And that's really what it comes down to in this game. You know, some of the stats will sound good. DeMar DeRozan had 27 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds on 11 of 22 shooting, and he went 2 of 4 from the 3-point range. Kobe White in this game, 23 points. Uh, he had 5 rebounds, 4 assists. He made 5 3-pointers as well. And in this game, uh, at least in that first quarter, it was Kobe White and Patrick Williams who came out really tough in this game. Now, one of the things that hurt is that you know, Patrick Williams only had three field goal attempts in the second half of this game. In the first, in, in overall in the game, though, he had 20 points, four rebounds. He was seven of nine from the field, four or five from three-point range. Zach Levine goes for 20 points, six rebounds, four assists. But when it comes down to it, the defense, the execution of this team was completely awful and putrid. And that's really what it comes down to yet again with the Chicago Bulls team is the, is the nitty-gritty stats, right? The desire, the heart, those type of things with the team. This team had a defensive rating in this game of 127 overall in this game. And in the first quarter, they had a defensive rating of 79. Keep in mind, with defensive rating, the lower number is the better number. So there you go with that one. Um, this team just, it just, again, it wasn't even a tell of two halves. The Chicago Bulls won that first quarter 36 to 19, lost the second quarter 19 to 44, lost the third quarter 33 to 28. They win the fourth quarter by four points. But at that point, the game was basically already decided. And while, like I said, some of the stats will look good in this game overall from the players if you just look at the box score, the fact we had 13 points off the bench, 
the 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 Brooklyn Nets had two players coming off the bench that almost by themselves uh, beat the Chicago Bulls bench. Lonnie Walker had 20 points coming off the bench. Trenton Watford had had a Trenton Watford Watford had 11 points off the bench, two less than the total Chicago Bulls bench. And then you had Sharp as well with nine points. Listen, this Chicago Bulls team is struggling in every facet of the game, and they find new ways to struggle every single night. This is a putrid basketball team. Billy Donovan said this. Vooch and DeMar aren't going to be these speed merchants up and down the up and down the floor, but there can be more force to us. It's not so much that we have to play the racehorse basketball, but there has to be more force and physicality at the basket. There has to be more physicality at the point of screen. There has to be more physicality running offense instead of, okay, we have to go with force. We get down, and that's when when we come back. We play with the level of force. Yeah, but listen, you're not forcing anything down low. Let's be clear here. We aren't, we aren't scoring very many points in the paint. We got cooked by points in the paint. And when you're not going to be an effective three-point shooting team, getting points at the rim is one of the easiest things that you can do. Again, we, we scored, you know, 34 points in the paint, which I guess isn't overly terrible, but, like, you don't go to Nikola Vucevic. And then even then, in this game, you don't want to go to Nikola, Nikola Vucevic. The, the Brooklyn Nets had a, had a game plan of attacking Nikola Vucevic on the defensive side of the ball and to force him for, to, out of his game of taking shots. Nine shots by Nikola Vucevic in this game in a game where he outweighed anybody guarding him by at least 30 pounds. And he just couldn't do anything with those guys. Vooch, DeMar, these guys look like they have lost several steps this offseason, and it's noticeable. It's noticeable. Um, now, Zach Levine had this to say after the game. Guys are professional here. We have the right spirits. Obviously, everyone is frustrated because we're losing, but we support each other. We're in the gym working every day, encouraging one another, trying to keep spirits high. You just have to get through it. Nobody's going to help us do it. We understand that. This is our seventh loss in eight games and our fourth loss straight. Hey, listen, the help ain't coming from inside this team. It's not. And when you look at the way that this team performs, just the heart and things like that, it's real questionable. Patrick and Patrick Williams and, and Kobe played much with much better heart overall in this game. I like the way that they played throughout this game. But listen, it's it, we, we, we're missing Alex Caruso, which is a big part of the heart and edge that Chicago Bulls do display at times. But it has to be more than that, too. Everything with this team right now, we don't run an efficient offense. We don't run anything that's going to make anything t easier for the Chicago Bulls. We just don't. And so when you look at the, the fact of the start that we've got off to for this team, everybody has their fault in it. The players, because of the lack of execution, DeMar, Zach, Vooch, all shooting towards the worst shooting splits of their careers, pretty much. We've talked about that heavily. No heart throughout this team. Since Alice Caruso has been moved into the starting lineup off the bench, the bench hasn't looked good. The rotations are bad by coaching. Another weird coaching decision as far as not going with the hot hand. Once again, with Kobe was cooking, Patrick Williams was cooking. Like, it just, it's these type of things that you see from this team that just makes you realize that the losing for this team is going to, it could go on for quite a long while. And the front office doesn't, get, listen, you see this team struggling. And like I said on last night's live stream after the game, the fact of the matter is this. As a front office, it's your job. It's This team is representative of what you built. And if you feel comfortable with what's on the basketball court for the Chicago Bulls, you can no longer say these things of, hey, um, uh, with the city of Chicago deserves this. We want to build a championship culture. We want to do this. We want to do that. You don't want to do shit because if you, if you did, you would have. Now, this Zach Levine trade scenario and situation – offers their next chance to really change some things up with this team. But listen, you don't just get passes anymore, right? You don't get passes anymore. 
And so the players, coaching, Billy Donovan is god-awful. And listen, I know there are some Billy Donovan defenders, and we're not saying that everything is on, on Billy Donovan, but the coaches, the players, the front office, and the ownership, all four aspects of this team have their place in why this season has been such a rough start for the Chicago Bulls. They just do. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better for the Bulls anytime soon either. And that's another thing that sucks with this team. Right now, the Chicago Bulls have the 10th hardest schedule left in the NBA. We got 64 games. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. It's left. We have on the season, and it already feels like we've played 60-something games with how this team is played. But where are the wins going to come for the Bulls? They're not going to come easy. And unless this team digs in and starts playing with some of that heart they talk about that they want to play with or figure it out, they got Boston, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Milwaukee, Denver, two games against Miami, a game against Philly, Los Angeles, San Antonio. The San Antonio game, which is December 21st, may be the next time the Chicago Bulls get a win. And then right after that, we follow up with Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, two games against Philly, New York, and then two games against Charlotte, which we should be favored in. We're, we're almost to mid-January by that point, and I got the Bulls winning three games from now until mid-January. That's how rough this season is. This is the worst start by the Chicago Bulls. And here's, the Bulls didn't get off to this rough of a start with Fred Hoiberg or with Jim Boylan. This is bad. And when you look at the front office and their inability, the, the, the Billy Donovan secret extension, y'all did that. So you can't keep using that as an excuse. I'm not saying that they've come out and said that, but we all know that Billy Donovan probably isn't going anywhere because of that extension and the fact that you have to pay coaches even when you do fire him for the years left on their, on their contract. Where the Bulls sit at right now is terrible. It's not good. It doesn't feel amazing. And it really is in a place where you don't see improvement coming any way, shape, form, or fashion, right? Billy Donovan can't make the tough decision as coach. He's not going to bench anybody. I think the Zach Levine issue in Orlando kind of took all that away. You got you got play, players on this team that don't fit together. You're trying you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's not going to work. And that is the biggest thing with this team right now is that it's not going to work. And we've seen it, right? You, 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 you can't keep trying to force something. This core does not work together. We've seen it. It's been it's been shown. Uh, through both practice and things like that, like, it's done. This team is cooked. This team is done. Everything of this team is done. Now, yes, can you salvage some pieces of it and move forward? Probably. But the, the reluctance from the front office to realize their mistakes and course correct, that's been the biggest thing. They had a team that was working that they built together. That's cool. That was three years ago. I'm over that at this point. You have to be able to course correct if you're going to lead a team in the NBA, and this front office has not shown an ability to course correct at all and that is why we still sit where we sit at right now and this i know some bulls fans are like well they're tanking they're tanking. this ain't the draft to tank in you can get a player just as good at, at number 15 as you can at number two and three there's no point in tanking in this draft right there's not you want to do your scouting you want to do that so 
anybody saying that this team is leaving Billy Donovan in or they're trying to tank is just trying to cope with the fact that this team is god-awful and trash. So no, this team isn't tanking. This team isn't purposely trying to do that. That's what makes this all more sad, is that this is a team that is really trying to compete, and they're just not able to do it. And yes, Billy Donovan has a fault in it. Zach, Levine, uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, everybody, everybody up and down the roster has their place in what the struggles are with the Chicago Bulls. The head coach in Billy Donovan has his struggles. The front office has their struggles. Where we sit right now is a culmination of bad decisions, bad execution, and no development. And that's where, why the Chicago Bulls find themselves where they are right now. It's a series of unfortunate and stupid events and decisions that have led the Chicago Bulls to be in a place to where they are one of the worst teams in the NBA. And we should not be in the same realm as teams that are clearly tanking or clearly rebuilding, right? And that's what you see with this team. Yes, there are teams with way worse records than the Chicago Bulls, which is crazy enough on the season if you look at it in of itself. But, th but those teams all have reasons. When you look at the teams below the Chicago Bulls, the Washington Wizards, listen, we know that that team is just trying to figure something out, right? Two wins on the season. The Detroit Pistons, two wins on the season. A rebuilding team. The San Antonio Spurs, listen, yeah, they got three wins on the season, but they got Victor Winbiama. And so, listen, I, the future of that team is very, very bright. It is what it is there. You got the Memphis Grizzlies missing John Morant. There's still some, some questions there and struggles. And then you got the Portland Trailblazers. And then it's the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the... That's the the, the, the competition that we're, we're not competing for a play-in spot. We're not competing to try to get in the playoffs. We are competing to be the worst team in the NBA right now. That's what we're trying to do right now. And this, it's, it's frustrating to see this team perform the way that it performs. It's frustrating to see this team just have no heart, to have no execution, to have no desire, to have no drive, to have none of these things. It's difficult to see that for the Chicago Bulls team. It sucks to have a team that's supposed to be representative of a, such a blue-collar and hardworking city that just doesn't give a crap. And they can talk and say all the things all day about, we need to figure this out. There's nobody going to feel sorry for us. We got to go. We got a team full of good guys. Listen, you got a team full of good guys that ain't doing nothing. So it doesn't matter. You can be the best guys in the world, but you're not good. You're not a good basketball team. And we don't have a coach that is, that is forcing or, or, or building a culture here of the expectations. We don't move without the ball. We don't do any of that. We don't run the simple things in offense that get you easy buckets in any level of basketball. We are not doing that. I'm talking about high school, college, pros, the simple things. We're not doing those things well, effectively, efficiently, or consistently at all. And so, listen, the, the, like I said, the players, everybody, they can say all the nonsense that they want to say. But when it really comes down to it, until this, this front office looks at this team and is disgusted enough with the performance of this team that they put out there, until they are frustrated enough with it, it's going to be a long season. Like I said, we may not win another game in 2023. We may not. We may not win another game for that whole time until the calendar flips. Now, again, is that likely? No. Is that a bit of me being frustrated with this team? Yes. But with the way that this team performs, with the way that this team has been executing, it's hard not to expect that. It's hard not. It's hard to see where this team is going to get a win, and even if it's it's scheduled to be or predicted to be an easy win for the Chicago Bulls. This team has no pride. This team has no heart. This team has no desire. This team doesn't have a bit of anything. We went into this road trip saying that the Bulls may very well lose all four games on the road trip. And tomorrow, Tuesday, when we face the, the Boston Celtics, that'll be the Chicago Bulls trying to avoid a five-game losing streak. We haven't strung together. 
back-to-back wins at all this season. We may have a losing streak longer than the number of games we've won this season, and that is a struggle. Two field goals the Chicago Bulls scored in the, I mean, four field goals the Chicago Bulls scored in the second quarter of this game. Four, four. That's, listen, this team is uniquely bad. This team is uniquely terrible, and it's a struggle. And until this team shows some pride or the front office actually mans up and makes a decision again, I understand it's not going to happen until December 15th. Could go to January 15th if any rookies are involved. Um, But this team sits at a point right now where it's dead. This roster is dead, and it's time you're not going to breathe any life back into it. And AK and Eversley right now are standing over the dead carcass of this team trying to hope that you can breathe life back into it. And I can tell you what, life ain't coming back into this. It's dead. It's dead. You have to go out there and try to make changes to this roster. And we'll see what that ends up being. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to my TED Talk, a.k.a. Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.